Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, October 28th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. The Portland City Council on Wednesday put off a decision on redirecting $18 million from the Portland Police Bureau budget. Commissioner Joanne Hardesty and Commissioner Chloe Udaly had called for redirecting the money toward food assistance for city residents, legal defense for Portlanders facing eviction, continued funding for city-sanctioned outdoor tent camps, and portable toilets and other non-police services. Other city council members said they hadn't had time to review the proposal or more recent amendments. With the delay, a decision won't come until after Tuesday's election, in which Udaly and Mayor Ted Wheeler face strong challengers. Wheeler has said he opposes further cuts from the police budget. I personally, uh, I support the reinvestment. It's the other side of the question that I have questions on, which is what is the impact to public safety, to response time, to staffing of the cuts that are proposed? So that's that's where my headspace is right now. Hardesty castigated her colleagues for delaying the vote. This was this didn't come out of nowhere. And each of you have had many opportunities to ask questions on my amendments. All of you have had an opportunity to push back, and I see it as a very cowardly move to be trying to put this vote off until after the election. Earlier Wednesday, the city council unanimously approved Hardesty's proposal to restrict the actions of 56 Portland police officers who were deputized over the city's objections as special deputy U.S. marshals through the end of the year. They won't be allowed to take orders from federal agents nor will they make arrests under federal law. Oregon mistakenly paid $300 weekly unemployment bonuses to tens of thousands of people who didn't certify they were eligible, and now the state might have to recoup that money, even from people who are actually eligible to receive it. The confounding situation is apparently yet another mess caused by the Oregon Employment Department's obsolete computer systems. Oregon began paying out the bonuses authorized by President Donald Trump in late September. However, Employment Department Director David Gerstenfeld said Wednesday that the state erroneously sent the money to as many as 40,000 people who hadn't certified their eligibility. Most of those people are eligible, he said, but hadn't actually filled out the paperwork. He said the Employment Department is calling people who received the erroneous payments to encourage them to certify their eligibility. If people don't certify, though, Gerstenfeld said the state is legally obliged to attempt to recoup the money. A Clackamas County Sheriff's deputy who faced an internal affairs investigation after he appeared to endorse the unfounded idea that anti-fascists were involved in wildfires in a viral video, received an undisclosed sanction and then retired earlier this month. 50-year-old Mark Nikolai was placed on paid leave after his remarks came to light last month. He retired on October 16th. In one video, he was heard saying that Antifa members were out causing hell during the fires. In another, he appeared to caution militia members about the use of force and offer guidance on tactics like citizens' arrest. State records show he has worked as a deputy in Clackamas County since 1995. Reached by text, Nikolai said he was out of town and unavailable for immediate comment. Law enforcement, including Oregon County sheriffs and the FBI, pleaded with the public to stop spreading rumors about the causes of the wildfires, saying emergency lines were being overrun with calls over the unfounded information. 
Long-term care facilities in Oregon must begin allowing limited indoor visitation beginning Monday, unless there are documented health or safety concerns tied to coronavirus spread. The Oregon Department of Human Services announced the change Wednesday, after months of visitation restrictions meant to slow spread among vulnerable populations left some residents and families feeling isolated from loved ones. But the switch comes at a precarious time in the pandemic, with cases surging in Oregon and nationwide. Residents in care facilities have been particularly hard hit in Oregon, accounting for about half of the state's 664 deaths tied to the coronavirus. Thanks for listening. You'll find more news at OregonLive.com, and you can support our journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.